What's going on, y'all? It's your boy, Brian's Comics, number one, and I am going to do a special segment uh, for the Flashcast, where I'm going to be reviewing the, er, the 1990 series of The Flash, starring the OG Flash, the Earth-90 Flash, John Wesley Ship. For those of you who are listening, thank you very much, and I just want to give a big shout-out to Sintus Tempo. The song that you're hearing right now is called Lonesome Cowboy, and I thought, was, I thought it was a pretty cool track, and, you know, it's going to be one of the tracks I'm going to be playing in some of my future podcasts, so it's a really cool beat. If you hear if you, if you listen to it right now, it's a really cool beat, I mean, and it's actually based on the series, the anime series, Cowboy Bebop, and I do love Cowboy Bebop. For those of you who don't know, it's a, basically a story about a bounty hunter in space, and it's many, many, you know, so many centuries into the future, and a whole bunch of crazy stuff happens in this show. I mean, it's just a really awesome show. You should go see it. But enough on that. I mean, the show we're going to be focusing right now is on John Wesley Shipp's 1990s Flash series that started on CBS. The interesting thing about the interesting thing about this is just that when I first watched the show, I didn't even know anything about the Flash actually until I watched the show, and then I even saw him on Justice Friends. So that's when I started to kind of learn about these heroes. And I was introduced to this guy, you know, this guy who can actually run at super speed. I mean, this was actually the first Flash I've seen. He was my Flash, and he still is to this day. Of course, you're still cool in my book, Grant Gustin, but even Grant Gustin will believe, would even agree with me, like, this is the OG Flash. And, you know, it's the same guy who actually currently plays Jay Garrick and actually played um, Henry Allen, and he actually did reprise his role as Barry Allen again, which which is why they coined him Earth-90 Flash, and I kind of saw what they did there, because the show is based in the 1990s. Anyway, so the show starts out with... um, Basically, it's in Central City, of course. Like all Flash stories, take place in Central City, and these group of the group of these people called the Dark Riders are terrorizing the city, and everyone is just kind of wondering, "What is um, the police going to do about this? We need something needs to be done." So we go over to a scene where we see Barry Allen, John Wesley Ship, in you know, much younger, and you know, just with his family. And the interesting thing about this Flash is just that he has both both his mom and father are alive. His mom and dad are alive, and they're alive and well. And everything's all seemingly lovey-dovey. And one of the crazy things too is just that he has a brother whose name is Jay Allen, which is actually a reference to Jay Garrick. And he kind of does look like Jay Garrick too, in the sense that he has gray hair, whereas Barry has like dark brown hair. He's a little younger. But this Jay Allen is, he's a stand-up guy. He's like the golden boy of the Allen family, of this Allen family in Earth-90, which is how I like to call it, you know, with this series. He's a police officer. He's, he has a lot of accolades, whereas Barry Allen, <laughs> like all like all of the Barry Allens, is a forensic scientist. And the interesting thing with this family, with the, this Allen family, is just that Barry and his father don't really see eye to eye. You know what I mean? I mean, they, okay, yes, there's, a bit of father and son love there though but henry allen is a tip you know actually instead of being in jail he was actually once a police officer now he's retired and living alive and well with his wife nora and barry you know henry just like knocks on barry's head and saying that you know you're just a forensic scientist you, why don't you just be a cop and but funny enough jay allen 
in like typical you know, kind of like typical Jake Garrick fashion too as we've seen in the Arrowverse like consoles Barry and says like you know what dude if I had your brain <laughs> I probably would choose your profession too bro I mean I'm just saying that to make you feel good and Jerry's like you know Barry's like oh you know thank you for that bro I appreciate that so I mean in this first part of the episode you in- you get introduced to Barry's family you get introduced to the crap that's going on in Central City and like what they have to deal with and one of the crazy thing crazy things is also too that well going back to fam a little bit on the family you see Iris you know Barry's with I- Ori with Iris and she's a graphic designer rather than a journalist and I think this is a way for the creators of the show just to you know introduce people who are probably new to the Flash like I was myself to to the character you know I mean not rather than rather than the raw story of what happened in the comics when Reverse Flash ran back in time. To kill Barry's mother and frame Henry Allen. So I mean, this is a really, it was a really good way to flesh out the character. Even though you know, I mean, you know, he had a full family, but I think it was a really good way to flesh out Barry Allen and the Flash himself. So anyway, they're in the middle of dinner, and Barry Allen gets called over to the lab to investigate something involving these Dark Riders. So when he's working his lab with his buddy Julio Mendez, which to me, he kind of reminds me of Cisco. So he's almost like a, you know, maybe he could be an Earth-90 version of Cisco, but he's not really Cisco Ramon, <laughs> a.k.a. Vibe. But, you know, I thought it was a really, you know, I thought it was really interesting, you know, just looking back and seeing that. <clears throat> so um, they work on, they actually are working in the lab and, you know, Julio excuses himself and Barry is working over time. But all of a sudden, as all you Flash fans know what happens when he's in the lab, and there's there's a storm coming. A lightning bolt hits straight on on Barry's chest, and he goes flying onto a vat of chemicals, and he's just completely doused in all these chemicals, and you know he's just he's basically out. This is it's, it's a good way of putting it. He's knocked out. He's out for the count. And Julio runs back and says, oh, crap, you know, someone get some help. I mean, my buddy's down. Next day, you know, they find Barry in the hospital and he's actually dressing up, funny enough. He, so unlike in the Arrowverse version of The Flash, Earth-1, with Grant Gustin's character, Barry is just out and about. John Wesley Ship's Barry is a machine. He's just like, you know what, I'm fine. I don't need any more medical attention. And the doctor's like, look, I insist you stay here at least for a, a week or so but Barry just pushes him off he's like you know what man whatever you know I mean you don't know nothing about me I'm, I'm good so much to the reluctance of his family and even of the especially of the doctor you know what I mean like he just goes about his merry way but then he slowly starts to develop powers and he's introduced to a star labs um scientist by the name of Tina McGee who Funny enough, it's kind of like a Caitlin Snow who just wants to do all these tests on him and to see what's going on with his body because little to this Barry's knowledge, I like to call him Earth-90 Barry, OG Flash. The doctor gave um, some of his um, blood work or I think some of his medical, you know, his, his medical records to Star Labs. And Barry's really skeptical of Tina McGee. He's just like, you know, I don't trust you. I mean, I heard a lot of crappy things about Star Labs where, you know, people have gotten killed. And Tina actually mentions like, yeah, my husband was one of them. So she kind of reminded me of Caitlin Snow, a.k.a. Killer Frost, where Caitlin Snow, you know, thought that her husband, Ronnie Raymond, who became Firestorm eventually, actually died. But in fact, was actually alive later on along with Professor Stein. But, you know... 
anyway, switching little switching gears a little bit, they test out his powers, and you know, but basically, in in around that time too, he starts to discover that he has super speed. And you know he so many funny shenanigans that John Wesley Ship's Flash does when he actually, um, he's walking, he's out walking his dog, and his dog just notices a ball and runs towards it, and then causes him to run and like just collide with like the bushes, and everyone's just like, "What the crap just happened?" And another time when Iris calls him, says like, "Hey, I have a gallery showing because she's a she's an artist," so he's and he's like, "Okay, I gotta go um to the gallery," but then he finds out that his, he has a flat tire in his car. And he decides to run there, but then he ends up in the beach instead of the gallery, and he's all soaking wet. It's just so funny. So a little, a couple funny hijinks, and then we also get introduced to the Flash suit, or what would be the Flat Earth ninety Flash suit, which was actually a Soviet. It was a Soviet prototype suit that Tina McGee quote unquote, unquote borrowed, and you know was used to test out his speed, you know, in one of her tests. So anyway, um, I'm going to kind of fast forward a little bit here and kind of go into the Dark Riders and who they're led by. And it's led by a villain by the name of Pike, who was once himself a police officer. He was actually one of the motorcycle police officers that was a partner to Jay Allen, who himself is also a motorcycle police officer. And the interesting thing is, is that um, Pike has an interesting, interesting view on the police, being that he was once a police officer himself, saying that they don't protect people, they don't keep people safe, um, they do nothing for anyone. And he forms this, he becomes a crime lord and forms this whole group called the Dark Riders. Um, and basically they look up to him, except one who tried to escape from him. But long story short, Pike killed the guy and took his girl. I mean, typical villain fashion, right? But Pike is a really surprisingly intelligent, you know, intelligent man him mean, he quoted genghis khan in this one scene when he killed um the traitor so um basically he one night he actually terrorizes the police station and jay allen's there because basically they're introduced the police is introducing this new special forces unit that's supposed to combat the dark riders and after being you know jumped or terrorized jay allen um actually talks you know linda linda park for those of you who are huge flash fans know that's wally west's future wife interviews jay allen and witnesses what happened and says like you know what are you going to do about this and jay allen stares into her camera and says you know what i'm going to do i'm going to i'm going to go get this guy i'm going to go get pike and then basically you know it's like it's his way of saying you know what game on it's on so, um, long story short, um, Barry um, is in his lab again, and he discovers that Pike's, you know, Jay's going to fall into a trap after looking at a map and learning about something that connects connected to Jay and Pike's past. But he's too late, even with super speed. I mean, he he you know he was too late when um, Jay fell into a trap and Pike actually jumped him and killed him. And this is what this is where the Flash is really boring. And Barry goes over to Star Labs again and tells Tina, "Look, I'm I'm looking to make a, a costume, so I, a way I can, I can you know strike at strike at Pike, and let him know that he messed with the wrong guy, basically." And at the funeral, even he tells his father, "I'm gonna go get Pike." You know what I mean? And his father just talk tries to talk talk him out. He's like, "Look, no, 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 look, man, you know what I mean, D don't do it, okay? I mean, I I know I've been a little hard on you, but don't do it." 
But Barry, says, Barry tells his dad, like, look, dad, I have to do this. This is the only way, you know, I can gain closure. Basically, that's what he said. That's not what he really said. But, you know, going forward, um, so he basically starts terrorizing Pike's gang as a flash. And he even catches one of um, the same girl that Pike actually took from the guy who betrayed him. And he interrogates her, but she doesn't say a word to him that would blackmail Pike. She doesn't give out any details. So he has her searched by a police officer, and long story short, Pike actually um, plans on terror, you know, doing a prison riot. And he even, and little too, um, actually, funny enough too, when, uh, well, not funny enough, actually. Sorry, I can't talk, you know, a little jumble of words there. Kind of mumbled a little bit, if you notice in my podcast, but hey, I'm human. But in one scene, Barry actually runs to Pike's hideout. He actually ends up finding Pike's hideout after, you know, working in his lab and he finds that his brother's old medals there that he gave him as a as a you know Christmas present because he said that he actually stole it from him for luck but his brother was all okay about it he's like you know what I still love you bro you know what I mean used it for luck that's great so Barry gave him that medal so Barry finds that same medal in Pike's hideout so meaning that Pike must have taken it off of Jay Allen's corpse you know and um you know probably use it as a way to like you know I don't know, remember his old partner or remind him of like what his partner, you know, quote unquote did to him, but, or what he blamed him for. So Barry alerts the police chief and says that, you know, I found Pike's hideout. I mean, we can actually get him. And the police chief is even wondering like, you know, well, why'd you go there, man? And Barry's just like, well, I mean, I thought I should take it upon myself. He's like, look, I know he's your brother, but dude, what are you doing? But then it, it, it leads the police to um, actually, because Barry actually tips him off saying that, you know, Pike's actually playing a riot. So a riot at a local, at a prison in Central City. So the police actually, you know, Pike actually, you know, goes to the, you know, the, the prison himself and actually starts a riot and starts arming the prisoners. And the Central City police outnumbered, outgunned probably, actually outgunned, tried to stop it though, but they can't. So... Barry goes to work as a Flash though, but then when he's um starting with his super, when he's using his powers and super speed, he notices that he has sort of like a weakness where he just grows faint, and is out of energy. And then it's become it becomes apparent that you know it has to do with his metabolism. Like with all Flashes, you know, I mean, they have to eat a lot. And this is one particular scene where, you know, when he first when his powers start to manifest, he's he, he eats out basically his old refrigerator which to me is just funny but um anyway so he goes over to the prison i mean he's eventually he eventually you know gets back on his feet again thanks to tina mcgee but he goes to the prison and quells the riot with with the help of the tear gas that they're trying to put into the prison so he he does that himself like he actually uses a tear gas on the police camp because they're outgunned so the police actually see him for the first time as the Flash and like, holy crap, like the red, you know, the, that's him, the Flash, you know, the guy who's actually been terrorizing this gang and helping us out. So there's a showdown with like with all superhero shows, there's an ultimate showdown between, you know, the hero and the villain and Barry actually tracks down Pike and tackles him. And jumps him and says that, you know what, you killed my brother. And Pike's like, huh, yeah, I killed a whole lot of brothers. Who are you? So before Barry can reveal himself, it turns out that Barry actually falls to his, you know, 
he grows faint again, but then Pike actually beats him up for a while, but then Barry gets back on his feet and beats up Pike. And it was so funny because how he beats him, how he really beats him is just really interesting because he runs around him and forms a tornado, kind of similar to what Grant Gustin's Flash did in the very first Flash episode. Kind of like a run, Barry, run moment, you know? For those of you who are Flash fans or fans of the show, run, Barry, run, you know? That was what was now. Now when I think of that, I you know when I think of that scene, I think of Run Barry Run and Wells, aka your first Flash, is telling him that, and it's crazy because um, Pike just gets electrocuted by his own by the high voltage when he levitates like as if he's using the force, and you know, it's a crazy scene. But you know, as the show as the um, episode ends, I mean, it's just very comforting his. Um, brother's son his his brother actually has a son and he tells him that you know what your brother was a cool cat he was a, he was always my hero and he gives him the medal that you know he took from his brother and he gave back to his brother and he says you know what i'll always be there for you and i'll be there in a flash so i mean overall i thought this episode was really awesome i mean my inner 10 year old was when i watched it i mean i felt 10 years old again especially when i watched elseworlds i felt 10 and, you know, there were so many um, Flash reference, you know, so many references to all the Flash characters. I mean, again, Jay Allen, a.k.a. Jay, you know, me as a reference to Jay Garrick. And then, like, Star Labs being on Garrick Avenue. Then, of course, you got Linda Park as the reporter who just, you know, goes around sticking her nose where, you know, it, you know, and just to get the story. And this, and again, a whole interesting dynamic between... Um, Earth 90 Flash and the fact that he was a Flash that actually never was I mean this is a Barry Allen who had a full family rather than have his family ripped apart from him from a evil speedster so I mean it was, it, it was a really well I think it was a really well fleshed out story I mean it was it was a really gradual build to him eventually becoming the Scarlet Speedster that we know and love and I think it was also a way to have to have fans, you know, introduce fans to the Flash and a really holistic way, I think, in my opinion, to introduce, you know, almost all the, you know, not quite all the characters, but some of the characters that so you see Iris, you see Linda Park and, you know, you see, of course, Barry Allen and, you know, you meet, you meet, you just see some of Central City and what they're dealing with. And, you know, I just thought it was a really great episode. And for those of you who haven't seen it, I mean, I would recommend you watch it. It's just a really cool, you know, really good episode. It's a really good series. I mean, it was a short-lived series, though, but I feel like it could have went on for a couple more. I mean, it was probably one of those shows before its time, like Birds of Prey, if you, if you have seen that. I mean, it was based on Helena Wayne, which was like the daughter of Bruce Wayne. I mean, a really good show. It came out around the same time as Smallville did. But it just didn't pick up too much steam because I don't know if people didn't see its potential at the time, though, but it was a great show. But um, to end off, I mean, you know, I mean, I, John Wesley Ship, you know, in my opinion, will always be the Flash. In my, you know, in my in my most humble opinion, he would always be my fat Flash and the first guy I saw as the Flash. And I mean, I have a, even have a Funko Pop of, you know, Gay, Jay Garrick um, as, you know, the, the Jay Garrick Flash from Earth 3 sitting in my room and I thought it was really cool I mean maybe I might get an autograph someday I mean John you know if you're listening to this bro I mean I would love to get that autograph from you well this is Brian's Comics I'm signing off um, of the special edition of the Flashcast and um, if you 
go on Twitter, you can actually follow you can actually follow me on Twitter. I'm a part of the Earth Two crew. I'm with my buddy Jay. Um, we actually came up with this idea to do an episode, a throwback um, review of the um, 1990s Flash um, pilot. And if you want to follow me on Twitter, you can go on my Twitter and follow me at Brian's Comics underscore number one. I'm there. I mean, I'm 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 there a whole lot. So you'll see a crap load of tweets for me or some random stuff. And I'm also starting a blog called The Boy Wonder Press. Um, you can actually um, see it, it. The whole address is on my Twitter page, so you can also see that as well. And yeah, so I'm ending it off on that note. So this, again, this is me signing off. I mean, it's the new year. It's 2019. I mean, meet those resolutions and have a, have a happy new year. And as always, run fla- Flashcasters run. Later.